Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Proverbs 4, and before we start with our reading, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this day, and thank you for your your wisdom and for your guidance. I thank you that we can read about and hear about more about what's important. It's not just what we get absorbed in every day. Instead, you're bringing our consciousness, our thoughts back to what's really important. And so, Father, I thank you and I praise you for that. And I just pray that today as we read, I pray, Holy Spirit, for you to guide us. May we understand more. May we gain in wisdom. And may we truly begin this time knowing that you are God. We have a lot to learn. And may we have our hearts and our spirits so we can be good students. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, pardon for any of those buzzes you may hear in the background. My work computer's going off. Um, Before we get into the actual reading, let's think about what we've read so far. We're now in chapter 4. And what we read about in in chapter 1 was basically the encouragement to embrace wisdom and what the source of wisdom was, which is God, fear of God. Then you look in chapter 2, it's been the moral benefits. It'll, it'll help you with your spiritual being, wisdom will. It then talks about the physical and mental benefits, that we'll have a long life. Things will go well with us, and there will be prosperity. Now in chapter 4, it's the encouragement to pursue wisdom at any cost. Because ultimately, when you think about all those benefits, long life, prosperity, Being a good person, having your path made straight, guidance from God and gaining understanding of of deep and important things, we really should pursue that significantly. But sometimes we don't. We get wrapped up in things. And so reading A.W. Tozer's commentary or comments from Faith Beyond Reason, I thought would be a good good start to our, our reading. He writes, every person is really what he or she secretly admires. If I can learn what you admire, I will know what you are, for people are what they think about when they are free to think about what they will. Now, there are times when we're forced to think about things that we do not care to think about at all. All of us have to think about income taxes, but income taxes are not what we want to think about. The law law makes us think about them every April. You may find me humped over Form 1040, just like everyone else, but that is not the real me. It is really the man with the tall hat and the spangled stars in Washington say, who says, you can't let it go any longer. I assure you, it is not consentingly done. But if you can find what I think about when I am free to think about whatever I will, you will find the real me. That is true of every one of us. Your baptism and your confirmation and your name on the church roll and the big Bible you carry, these are not the things that are important to God. You can train a chimpanzee to carry a Bible. Every one of us is the sum of what we secretly admire, what we think about, and what we would like to do most if we became free to do 
what we wanted to do. So Tozer saying, and we've all heard it before, I'm sure, we are the sum of our thoughts. We think about what's important to us, and that's the indicator of who we are. What we spend our time on, what we spend our time thinking about, those are the things that indicate what's important to us, how we spend our money and everything else. So now let's get into chapter four, verse one. Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. For I too was a son, of my fa- a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me, and he said to me, Take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands, and you will live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the ways of evildoers. Avoid it, do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way. For they cannot rest until they do evil. They are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the light of day. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. So, chase after wisdom with all that we have. And the benefits of wisdom and understanding are critical and, and so important to us and beneficial. They're so beneficial that that's what we should focus on. So I think about this because, again, it talks about the comment or what comes from our lips is from our heart. It flows from our heart. What we focus on is what is of our heart. So am I truly focused on the wisdom that comes from God or am I focused on all the distractions that come from the world? I have to admit I have 
spend too much time in front of the TV. I spend too much time doing nothing when I even admit it, there's nothing on the TV worth watching. There's nothing that I have in my Kindle or elsewhere that's that's worth reading, that's better than the Bible, Tozer, Spurgeon, or so many other authors. Or about my industry, about my business. There's so many other things that I can do that are important, yet I get distracted by the idiocy of the world. More importantly, am I spending the time that I have available to me with my family, with my friends, and most importantly, with my God? That's the question I have to answer and figure out how to improve upon. So with that, let's go ahead and get back to God with a quick prayer. Father, thank you for this day and thank you for your words. I praise you for your wisdom and I pray, Holy Spirit, for you to be the one that we hear. That it wouldn't be me, that it wouldn't be anyone else but you. And that your wisdom and your understanding would fill us completely. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.